Philippine Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest, Mambo's is open at 411 Bourbon Street. We are offering our full menu. Dine in one of our dining rooms in our courtyard on Bourbon Street's only rooftop balcony. Check out our menu at mambosnola.com. Mambo's is offering our full menu as well as wine and beer by delivery from our delivery partners, Chow Now, Grubhub, or Uber Eats. We also deliver in the quarter. Order now at mambosnola.com or give us a call at 504-407-3717. That's Mambo's, Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest. Eric Ashby with my good friend Mike Delahousie at the TikTok Cafe. Mike, I was craving the best breakfast in town. Thank you, Eric. Yeah, but they were closed, so I'm back here at the TikTok Cafe instead. You know, that's not nice. Come on, man. You know we aim to please. You got to get a better aim, pal. Stop. You know we never close, huh? Well, neither does the morgue, so what's your point? Ah, you're unbelievable. You know, you got to admit, we've got the best prices in town. Gluten-free? I think you're missing the point, bud. The TikTok Cafe and the heart of Metairie at Causeway and I-10 are better known as the intersection of diabetes and high cholesterol. Hurricane season seems a long way off, but now it's time to get ready for it. Hi, Eric Asher, once again, talking about my friends at Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating. Demand for generators is higher than ever. Don't get left in the dark. Talk to Burkhart now about a Generac automatic standby generator. Be at the front of the line for your Generac generator this year. When the power goes out, you keep the lights on as well as your refrigerator and AC. Don't wait. Talk to Burkhart now about a Generac generator. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. Until America sent you.
Good afternoon and welcome to another edition of Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher, 106.1 FM Nash Icon, the iHeartRadio app, TuneIn Radio app, Nash FM 106.1. Hope you guys had a wonderful 4th of July weekend as we kick it off this week with a little short week. But again, looking forward to some great shows this week. Today on the program, we're going to be joined by Glenn Gilbo of USA Today Network. He's going to join us at around 4.35 this afternoon. Ali Cassell of the Bird Rights will join us at 5.35. Don't forget about the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports. Uh, of course, this week, it'll be Thursday, as always, 1 p.m. on WLAE-TV. We're also live streaming on the WLAE-TV YouTube page. Our guest this week is going to be Les East, award-winning journalist from uh, CrestedEsports.com, and also Saturday Down South. If you don't catch us on our first broadcast on Thursday at 1, Remember, we're also on LAE at 6 p.m. on Thursday night, also 10 p.m. on The Deuce. That's WLAE-TV2. Friday night, 9 o'clock, Pelican Sports Television, and also 10 o'clock on WLAE-TV. 2 a.m. on Saturday, on Saturday morning on The, on the Deuce, WLAE-TV2, and also we finish up at 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. Also, uh, don't forget, uh, all the uh, previous shows can be seen at ericasher.com on the WLAE-TV YouTube page. And, of course, on our social media platforms, at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, and as mentioned, always at ericasher.com. You can listen to this program on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, Nash FM 106.1, ericasher.com as well. And, of course, uh, we hope that you guys will check out the podcast, which is available on all the major podcasting platforms. Uh, Anchor is our home base, so you can go back and check out previous episodes. Also on the iHeartRadio app as well. We're on all, all podcasting platforms. On the program today, we'll talk a lot about what happened last week, at the end of last week, with Stan Van Gundy uh, finally uh, reaching out and uh, speaking to friends in the media, uh, the Stu Gatz uh, on his Stupidity show, and also, again, today on Dan Lebertard's uh, podcast, both of those podcasts. He's been involved with Lebertard and, and Stu Gatz for a while now, uh, going back to the time, uh, you know, in Florida when um, – uh, Lebertard was on in Miami, and then, of course, eventually on an ESPN. He was a regular contributor to the, to the shows. That's, that's why, again, when, if you remember back when it was announced that he was going to be the head coach of the New Orleans Pelicans, I was shocked because I listened to that, uh, to that uh, show, and he was on it quite frequently. And one of the things that, that Van Gundy had mentioned during that time that he really wasn't interested in coming back to the NBA. Uh, but, again, when offered the opportunity to be able to come back to the NBA and coach the, coach the Pelicans, obviously he jumped on that. It was you know, look. It was a lot of, um, of of fun, and you know, again, what they do a lot of a lot of uh, joking around like they do on that program, both of those programs. But again, there, there was some some moments within the interviews uh, in which, again, you got a little peel back the layers a little bit on what was going on out on airline drive, specifically between Stan Van Gundy and his players, and Stan Van Gundy and David Griffin. And we're going to talk a bit about that. We'll also talk about what's going on with the uh, LSU, uh, with LSU, and now that uh, the coaching search is done uh, for baseball, we're starting to see some players to transfer in. Uh, Glenn Gilbo is going to get us up to date on everything LSU at around 4:35. Uh, the NBA Finals start tonight: the Milwaukee Bucks versus the Phoenix Suns. How good does that sound, huh? Two small market teams uh, that that are now in the NBA Finals. A lot of flavor from the from again former New Orleans players and coaches. Uh, that are involved in, in, in the finals. Uh, again, us continuing to be the farm team uh, to the rest of the NBA. Uh, but we'll, we'll be watching intently tonight. Uh, of course, I've made it very, very clear. You know, even though I have great love for Drew Holiday, uh, 
I'm pulling for Monty Williams and, and also Chris Paul. I know Etron Moore is on that team, and, of course, there's others that have ties to New Orleans, but i got a great affinity for both Chris Paul and Monty Williams. Uh, and, of course, uh, we'll talk about that as we go forward on the program. But uh, let's kick it off. Let's talk a little about what was, what was said uh, by Stan Van Gundy over the last few days, uh, what I've been able to decipher uh, based on, again, knowledge that I have on what went on behind the scenes, especially with the Alvin Gentry firing, and trying to put, again, together what, where we are in terms of, again, the state of the Pelicans under David Griffin. Because I, I think we're at a critical stage right now for a guy that came in with much fanfare, that really, again, gave this, this entire city and Pelicans nation uh, a feeling that, again, they had someone at the helm who, again, could right the ship here in New Orleans, that could give this team some stability, that, again, ultimately, again, that we would not waste the next generational talent here in New Orleans in, in Zion Williamson, uh, that there was a plan, and then that plan was going to be executed. And we were going to see uh, similar results to what we saw when Sean Payton came to New Orleans uh, and, and, of course, took over the New Orleans Saints and, and turned them into, again, perennial losers into a team that, again, not, not just the, the, the fan base can be proud of, but a fan base that, again, the expectations are this team is a winning team each and every season and has a legitimate chance of winning a championship every season. The, the, the Pelicans have never been that. The Jazz were never that. The Hornets were never that. That's never happened here in basketball with the exception, again, the ABA team, the Buccaneers, back when, when, when the, the ABA first started. And, of course, that was a short-lived stint here in New Orleans uh, because, again, once again, ownership. But now we've heard, again, somewhat, we've heard somewhat of Stan Van Gundy's side of the story as it pertains to the firing of Stan Van Gundy with the two different interviews. Again, one on the Stu Gotch uh, podcast, one on the Dan Labrador podcast. Now, both of these guys did a show, uh, as I mentioned, for, together on ESPN for years. Now, the, these interviews were on their individual podcasts, not together. Look, it started with Stu Gotch's podcast last week, where Stan Van Gundy went into some depth on his firing. He first made it pretty clear that, again, Zion is not a coach killer, okay? Or, or again, that uh, when, when there was a lot of talk that, that, again, he didn't get along with Brandon Ingram, okay? Saying that he hates that when, uh, that, uh, when a coach's firing is put on players, that it makes the players look bad, and, and it's unfair. That was on Stu Gott's podcast. On Lebedor's podcast, he said that, that Griff was more concerned about the atmosphere around the team, happiness of people. Now, Van Gundy did complain on both podcasts uh, that the team was too young, okay, and, and that he had so many key contributors that were 23 and younger. Uh, on on Levitar's podcast, he, he, he was very specific about, again, when he took the team, he had a different team than, again, the team he ended up with when he opened up the season. And he walked in with guys like Drew Holiday, Etwan Moore, and Derek Favors, and they were gone before he got a chance to even coach them. He mentioned continuity. You know, something that, again, we've talked about a lot on this show since the firing of Alvin Gentry. Four coaches in four years for the former Lakers, three coaches in three years for Zion's rookie class. That's unacceptable. We, we said that, again, when, when, that was, when, it, when it went down with the Gentry firing. Yeah, this is that it had to be the right decision. You had to have the right decision because of this particular situation. He did surprise a lot of us, including myself where he talked about Fred Vincent uh, as maybe being the new head coach for, for, the, uh, for the team because of continuity purposes. And, of course, Vincent's been here through multiple head coaches. He also went on to discuss that, that him and Griffin were not on the, on the same page. 
that Griffin was more concerned with the happiness of the team and the organization and what was going on between the white lines. But the decision to move on was not mutual, despite what Griffin said. Griffin came out to the media and talked about it being mutual. Even, again, had a fake cry in the middle of, the, of this press conference through the show, again, the affinity and the love for Stan Van Gundy on why it didn't work out. Van Gundy was fired. Period. The end. Fired. And he went on to say he didn't want to be somewhere where he wasn't wanted. And that the players, his players, the, the players that, that, again, he coached got better under him. He also went on to say that the firing is better for everyone because there needs to be an alignment between the coach and, and the front office. And I agree with him there. There's no doubt about that. You cannot be in a situation where you're constantly fighting the front office. And you have to have trust in your front office as well. But it goes back to, again, Stan Van Gundy being the choice for the next head coach uh, of the New Orleans Pelicans when uh, Gentry was fired. And look, we all were kind of taken back, weren't we? I mean, 99.9% of us, whether it was in the media or the fan base, was taken back. Stan Van Gundy, a guy that was pulled off, again, the coaching trash heap to be able to coach this team. And, again, it it has come full circle. He was the wrong choice for today's uh, sensitive NBA player. And, look, I'm being very, very clear here. Today's sensitive NBA player, a player that feels empowered to make decisions on the direction of the franchise. And especially, again, when you talk about today's young players that have been coddled since bitty ball. And it's the truth. That is the absolute truth. The biggest difference between Van Gundy in in his first couple stints in the NBA even going back to Orlando when he had Dwight Howard, who, again, tired of him after a while. That's why I said from the beginning, there's an expiration date on Stan Van Gundy. Now, I didn't think it was going to be after a year, but, again, you knew his style, the way he was, his personality, the way he coached, that eventually there'd be an expiration date here. He was not going to last. He would be the, the bridge coach to a championship. Of course, I never dreamed it'd be one year. Now, he said on, on with, with Lebertard that, he was worried about what was, what was happening between the lines and not, about, again, how much he was beloved by players. So he wasn't worried about being beloved by his players. And maybe that was a wrong, wrong move on his part, okay, especially in today's world, to, again, dealing with today's athlete. Now, if Griff, who, who was supposed to be a savvy head of basketball operations, that was the guy we thought they was hi- were hiring, right, the savvy guy who knew the NBA, who knew how to be able to really build a program. He would have known that Stan Van Gundy was not going to work out with today's players. Stan Van Gundy was doomed from the start. And I've talked about this a lot on this program. You hired a coach knowing that there was COVID-19 restrictions on practices and the ability to have have a true training camp. It limited what he did best, which is teach. And and again, again, in a lot of cases, it really put an emphasis on on, on his negatives, which is, again, a gruff old-school coach who, again, when I said when he, when he was hired that, again, you know, that that would be an expiration date because of, again, his personality, because he was the gruff old-school coach. He was going to be the bridge coach to a, any type of championship team because his tough and, and sometimes caustic demeanor wasn't going to sit well with today's players. I just never imagined it be after one season. I've said many, many times before. Let me say this, ladies and gentlemen. Griffin, with everything on the line with this organization, should have known that. He knew Stan Van Gundy from being on television with him. 
He knew Stan Van Gundy, the coach. He knew Stan Van Gundy, again, the history of, of again, Stan Van Gundy, the coach. I'm not talking about just the teacher, but I'm talking about the, the full Monty, everything about Van Gundy, from his personality uh, to, again, his toughness, uh, his demanding, uh, being a demanding coach, all those things. That's what he wanted, right, the disciplinarian that, that Van Gundy was? I mean, he should have realized that, but he didn't. For a guy that wants to control everything in the organization, from, from the happiness of the organization, who's getting playing time, he should have realized the culture shock of going from a player's coach in, in, in Gentry to an in-your-face coach in Van Gundy. But he didn't. He didn't. Griff wanted a defensive-oriented coach. He wanted discipline. But he didn't have the pulse of today's players to find out who could bring both and still get the buy-in from today's sensitive players. No, Griff was as out of touch as Stan Van Gundy in his time. Think about it. Griff is out, is out of touch as Stan Van Gundy, because, again, Griffin is coming from where? He's not coming from another club. He's coming from TV. So, again, he's been away from the NBA front office for as long as Van Gundy's been away from, from, from the, the, the coaching bench in a lot of cases. Both guys, in a lot of cases, were out of touch. Now, there are other layers to this story. And, and when I come back, I'm going to talk about that. Because I think these layers of the story, again, come down to whether David Griffin should still be the head of this organization and why it is critical, so critical, to be able to make sure that, again, that this next hire is the right hire. And is he the guy that should be making the hire? We'll do that next here on Inside New Orleans. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. We'll be right back. This report is sponsored by Discover. Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year. It's amazing because Discover is accepted at 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2021 Nielsen Report limitations apply. Delays remain solid if you're traveling eastbound along the Crescent City Connection eastbound coming into the city from before Chapatulas to the O'Keefe Howard Avenue exit. Look out for delays on 10 eastbound from just past Elysian Fields to Louisa. Also look out for delays on 10 westbound from Causeway to Clearview on the 610 on the westbound side. Your backups are steady from before Canal Boulevard to the 10610 merge and on the eastbound side from Elysian Fields to the 10610 merge. I'm Ed Robinson. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory is open during the coronavirus shutdown. Bienvenue is offering our full menu as well as wine and beer by way of curbside service or our drive-up window at 467 Hickory Avenue. Our wait staff will deliver to your door or use waiter. Check out our menu today at BienvenueHarahan.com. Then place your order at 504-305-4792. That's 504-305-4792. Gift cards are available. Order today from Bienvenue on Hickory, 305 305- 
888-447-4792. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can handle. Hi, folks. Trust is what Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhart to be there quick, get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhart to treat you with respect, to help you save with a fair price, do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhart always says, trust is the foundation of our business. Just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhart. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Ray Stovall Plumbing, 504-373-5733. Locally owned and operated, fully licensed and insured, Ray Stovall Plumbing is a full-service plumbing company that can handle all of your plumbing needs, including gas testing and permitting, as well as video inspections. We always have a master plumber in the field, and all the employees are drug tested and background checked. Serving the South Shore and North Shore with service on Saturdays, that's Ray Stovall Plumbing, 504-373-5733. 504-373-5733. Back to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Talk a little bit about uh, David Griffin, Stan Van Gundy. Of course, the podcast in which Stan Van Gundy was on over the last uh, week or so uh, on the Stugatz podcast, today on Lebedar's podcast, talking about his time here in New Orleans. And we kind of got into a little bit of, of what he talked about. And also, again, well, maybe what, what Griffin should have known uh, when he hired Stan Van Gundy. Look, none of this is a secret. We've talked about this on this program a lot ever since the hiring of Stan Van Gundy. But there's another layer to the story, and, and it comes to, again, the, the David Griffin's competence, okay? First of all, you've got to start the question now, does David Griffin know how to assemble a basketball team, okay? And this comes off of, you know, a guy that when he wrote in here, he said all the right things. He trades Drew Holiday. He gets Adams and Bledsoe in return. He lets each one more walk along with Favors and Kendrick Williams. The club, uh, again, when you talk about the caps maneuverability, disappeared with the offseason moves. Again, J.J. Redick wanted out from, his, from the time Stan Van Gundy was hired. Griffin didn't listen. Instead, he let J.J., who was supposed to be a culture-driving veteran. See, that sticks in my head. Because you had culture-driving veterans in, in Derek Favors and, and also um, uh, Drew Holiday. Even though, again, Favors wanted to go back to Utah. There was no stopping that. Okay, but with Drew Holiday, you know, it was brought up again this week. Drew Holiday never asked for a trade publicly here in New Orleans. Now, privately, did he maybe want to go to a contender? Who doesn't? But he was a culture driving veteran, even though a quiet leader. But again, you you knew about J.J. Redick. You knew J.J. Redick as soon as you hired Stan Van Gundy based on, again, what happened in Orlando, even though I'll go back and say, again, uh, when you want to talk about Orlando, the reason why J.J. Redick even made it as a pro is because of Stan Van Gundy and what he did for him in Orlando. There's no doubt about it. But J.J. Redick wanted out from jump. 
So, again, he went from culture-driving veteran to become the clubhouse lawyer and, and poisoning the locker room and then throwing the inability to get on the court, whether it was, again, injury or whatever it was. Then, again, when he's moved, the, the, again, his podcast, Ripping Griffith's Dishonesty, on the way out. Now, look, I want to say this right now. Don't underestimate J.J. Reddick's influence on the former Duke players here in New Orleans. They don't call it brotherhood for nothing. That leads me to my next concern. Trust. You know, I think it's a crucial thing in anything, okay, in anything you do. I got to trust the radio station front office that, that, that I work with. I got to trust my producer that he's going to do what he needs to do when he has to do it. Okay, I've got to be able to, to again, have some trust. You know, we're there. When, when you're in an organization, a sports organization, you got to trust the front office. The front office has got to be trusted by agents, other front offices. Uh, again, you got to trust your coach. You got to trust them. I mean, there's so many, the trust factor is huge in anything we do, in anything we do. And it's definitely a crucial thing when, again, you have to, when you're in charge of a front office, a professional sports team. Your owner has to trust you. Your front office staff has to trust you. Your coaches have to trust you. Your players have to trust you. Agents and either other, other GMs or head of basketball operations have to trust you that you're going to do what you say you're going to do. Trustworthiness seems like to be an attribute that, that is lacking with David Griffin. I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen, I was all in on the David Griffin bandwagon. I talked about the band crush. I went through it all. But he seems more like a charlatan than this open and engaging basketball guy who wants his family atmosphere that's going to would lead to a sustained winning culture like we've seen with the New Orleans Saints. And I'll use this as an example. Mickey Loomis is trusted by agents, by players, by his team. Peyton has built a sustainable winning, winning culture in New Orleans. Based on what? Trusting the guy next to you. How many times do we hear that? I'm playing for the guy next to me. I trust the guy next to me. And, of course, his staff, the staff that he's assembled. So far, Griffith's not that guy, based on what we've seen so far. You can only go by, again, what you have seen thus far. Sure, he talks a good game. His press conferences were a breath of fresh air when he came to New Orleans, especially in the aftermath of Dell Demps, who, just like Griff, if you remember, go back in time, was accessible. He was accessible to everyone. He was on the... I can't tell you how many times Del Demps was on this program until he started getting criticized. Pretty much the same thing. I mean, Demps got criticized for decision-making. All of a sudden, uh, again, Demps is, you know, you can't find him. Griff, behind the scenes, is building a reputation of mistrust. Look, he lied to Alvin Gentry, plain and simple. And, And let me tell you something. Alvin Gentry has told more than one person that Griff cannot be trusted. And I'm just being straight up with this. You ever, you ever meet uh, Alvin Gentry and you get a chance to talk to him heart to heart, he'll tell you the same exact thing. He told J.J. Reddick that he was going to move him to a team in the Northeast to be close to his family. Now, first of all, and I'll say this before, again, I don't care where J.J. Reddick wants to go. If J.J. Reddick's playing at a high level, he could have picked his destination. He didn't. He again, again he, he laid on the leg of this organization. And it's not Griff's job to satisfy J.J. Redick. But to get, again, the most assets he can for J.J. Redick for the good of the club. And, he, again, he did that. I'll give him credit for that. But you don't make a promise to a player that you won't keep or that you can't keep, especially an NBA player, okay? 
especially in today's NBA, where we have the sensitive NBA player who feels empowered. Then he claims it was a mutual parting of ways with Stan Van Gundy. And it's not. Van Gundy was fired, and Van Gundy said as much. He was fired. So there's a pattern of Griffin not being honest. Not just with the media, which is expected, but also within the organization. Look, it's hard to do deals with agents or prospective coaches or players if your front office is not trusted. And that's just period the end. Just tough. Griffin has now put the Pelicans organization into a, in a position where they have a reputation of a front office that cannot be taken for its word. And I'm going to tell you right, ladies and, tell you right this, ladies and gentlemen, that is not good in any business venture. I don't care what you're doing, where you are, what walk of life you're involved in. If you, your word is not your bond, if you ultimately cannot be trusted within the parameters, look, every NBA general manager, coach, player, everybody, they, they know the deal. Okay, a, a GM is not going to give away everything or a head of basketball ops. You're always going to hold your cards close to the vest, right? You're going to say everything, but you're not going to lie to someone. So, again, you can't be trusted on the next deal. You're not going to renege on a deal, okay? As tough of a negotiator that Loomis is, we've never heard complaints of dishonesty. As tough of a, of a, a coach that Peyton is, we've never heard from a player that was promised something they later reneged on. Right? Have you? I haven't. Griffin wrote in here, like again, like the savior of the franchise, saying all the right things, preaching the, the, the right gospel. But I'll just say this, ladies and gentlemen, his actions have not kept pace with his words. And that's just plain and simple. Stability. There is none. <laughs> the Athletic reported the dysfunction. Zion's family is concerned about the dysfunction. Three coaches in three years does not paint a picture of stability. His trades have been bust. Think about that. The organization had cap maneuverability before the trades came. He trades for Adam and Bledsoe. He extends Adams. He lets J.J. Uh, 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 Reddick fester uh, in, in New Orleans instead of getting rid of him early. Now, his trades for future picks mean nothing if he has to attach those picks to deals to get rid of bad deals that he's made. I mean, what sense does that make? You go out, and again, you get all these treasure chests of, of draft choices that you think you're going to turn into assets for the team, right? And then ultimately, if you're going to have to attach those assets to be able to get bit of, rid of bad deals, come on, man. That is the definition of insanity. Now, look, his drafts so far seem pretty solid, but I said it the other day, anybody can draft Zion. We'll see what's going on with Hayes and, and Hill Alexander Walk and Lazada uh, and, and Lewis. We'll see again how those guys pan out. We also got to watch DeAndre Hunter because remember, DeAndre Hunter was trade with the was the Lakers' fourth overall pick in the first draft. He traded that out to be able to get um, uh, Hill Alexander Walker and also Jackson Hayes. Right now, it looks like a good deal. We'll see how how it plays out in the future uh, with, with those players. But drafts, we know. They take time to be able to be cultivated. So now Griff is on the hottest of hot seats, right? He has to make the perfect hire. He has to hit on this draft. He has to get rid of the, did, the, dead weight, the, the dead weight veterans that he has on this roster that he traded for. And he's got to quickly surround Zion with a team that can win now. This original or, organically growing of the team uh, plan is now out the window, okay? Because Griff is running out of time here. He's running out of time. 
The fan base has unmasked him for a snake oil salesman, salesman that he appears to be. Because that's what he appears to be at this point. Okay? By his actions over the last two seasons. Not, not by anything, by his actions. That's all you can do. You can look at what he brought in, what he said he was going to do, how he brought it, how he presented it to us uh, here in New Orleans, and then the actions that came afterwards. Snake oil salesman. Does, again, I, I, a charlatan. Talking a good game as he backed it up. The hope is, in, in a quest to keep his job, he doesn't mortgage the future like Dell Demps did to save his own job. And that's where we are right now, ladies and gentlemen. Self-preservation. At this point, and I said this with the Monty Williams situation way back when. I said I, I would keep Monty Williams. I would let Dell Demps go. But I said if you had to be able to make a move and, and, you, and you felt like, again, you couldn't keep Monty Williams, then you let the broom sweep clean. I will say the same thing right now with Stan Van Gundy and, and David Griffin. Ultimately, Van Gundy's gone, and, and, and at this point, I, I would rather sweep it away with a new broom. Look, Trajan Langdon was second to uh, Griffin uh, in the GM sweepstakes for New Orleans. He was brought in, again, as his number two. Let, let Langdon take over. Once again, the organization needs a pressure washing. And, and the thing is that the realization that maybe Griff is not the basketball mind that we thought we were getting. Now, with everything on the line here, is Gale willing to give him a chance to pull out of this self-inflicted tailspin? Because that's what it is right now. It's a self-inflicted tailspin on the part of Griffin with this organization. Is she going to give Griff a, a parachute and let another person, a, another front office guy in, desper- in, in desperation mode take over? Take, take, take this, this, um, uh, this ship where it needs to go? Or is, he gonna, is she going to look at this and say, wait a minute, I'm not going down the same path we went with Dell Demps, where a guy in desperation mode is trying to save his job and, again, ultimately hurts the organization long term. She has someone in, in the organization right now that could take over. Langdon was a runner-up. Remember, he, again, he's competent. And, and if anything, hasn't airline drive learned anything about basketball here in New Orleans? Chris Paul, Drew Holiday, Etwan Moore, Monty Williams, all in the finals, and Anthony Davis is in L.A. Look, you cannot run an NBA team like an NFL team, but you surely have to have trusted, competent leadership that holds on to talent and doesn't turn this team into, again, a farm team for the league. I'm saying this right now, ladies and gentlemen. I'm standing behind my words. Letting David Griffin continue to lead this organization is a risky move right now. Maybe it pays off. Maybe he turns it around. Maybe, again, the, the Stan Van Gundy thing was a bump in the road, and maybe, again, from here on out, he makes nothing, but every single move is a great move, and, again, this organization has been turned around. But maybe it delays the inevitable, and it hastens the, the departure of another generational talent for the Pelicans. And that's what they should be weighing right now at Airline Drive. Because, again, uh, Fletcher Backel came out the other day and said that they were, going to, uh, that they were in a situation where uh, they were backing up David Griffin. How long can you back up a guy that has put you in the position you're in right now? Where, again, you're looked at as a dysfunctional organization for a guy that took over a dysfunctional organization. Maybe it made it more dysfunctional. We shall see. We shall see. All right, we'll take a break. Don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. If your AC breaks down, Burkhardt can be there quickly for you. 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home. Nate Certified Technicians, highest certification in the industry. Burkhardt is truly a company you can trust. If you, it doesn't matter what type of system you have at your home or your business, they can, they can repair it for you. 
acpromise.com, acpromise.com. Hi, Eric Ashwood, Celebrity Chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Opposite. If you're in the market for a quality-used car, come visit us at Southern Tire Auto Sales. We have a large selection of pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs for every taste and budget. Every pre-owned vehicle on the lot has been carefully inspected for safety and quality. At Southern Tire Auto Sales, we'll only sell you the best-used vehicles, and we'll never sell you something we wouldn't buy ourselves. Financing is available. Hickory and Airline and Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. And get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more, whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor unique vibrant dining rooms. Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti in the heart of the fun. 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Grill. Hi, Eric Asher. I'm here with my good friend Mike Delahousie of the TikTok Cafe. Hey, Eric, 17 years later, we're still open 24-7. Yeah, your sign ought to read, sorry, we're open. Come on, man, 24 hours a day? You know how tough that is? That's a real service to the community. Yeah, the Poison Control Center is open 24 hours, too. Uh, the TikTok Cafe, where the gluten is always free, intersection of I-10 and Causeway, also known as the intersection of salmonella and high cholesterol. Hi, Eric Asher, once again, talking about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Are you finding uneven temperatures in your home? Are you using window units or space heaters? If so, then you should call Burkhardt and look into the ductless Mitsubishi Electric Cooling and Heating System. These Mitsubishi electric ductless systems are perfect for additions, bonus rooms, workout rooms, and home offices, anywhere that's too hot or cold. And they're quiet and energy efficient. Trust Burkhardt to make every room in your home the perfect temperature. Visit Burkhardt today at acpromise.com and tell them Eric sent you. Diamonds Direct takes value to a whole new level with a spectacular summer store-wide sale. Get ready. It's July 14th through the 18th. Five days of extra savings. 20% off Diamonds Direct's already unbeatable prices. A multi-million dollar selection of rings, earrings, bands, and bracelets. Virtually everything's on sale. Plus, top jewelry designers are flying in with all new collections. The buying opportunity of the year. Extra savings store-wide. Mark your calendar. July 14th through 18th only. And only at Diamonds Direct. On Severn Avenue, across from Lakeside mall this view was worth a hike right and it's a good way to stay on top of my health yes i'm colaguard a prescription colon cancer screening option for people 45 plus at average risk have you screened for colon cancer not yet don't wait it's more treatable when caught in early stages tell me more colaguard is non-invasive and it's used at home it detects altered dna in your stool to find 92 percent of colon cancers 92 percent Yep, even those in early stages. This was seen in a clinical study with patients 50 and older. Any positive result should be followed by a diagnostic colonoscopy. False positive and negative results may occur. Cologuard is not a replacement for colonoscopy in high-risk patients. Do not use if you have had adenomas, have inflammatory bowel disease and certain hereditary syndromes, or a personal or family history of colon cancer. 
Most insured patients pay $0. Ask your provider or an online prescriber if Cologuard is right for you. Or visit Cologuard.com. I'm in. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Joining us on the program now as we shift to LSU is Glenn Gilbo of USA Today Network. Glenn, how you doing, bud? How are you, Eric? Doing great, Glenn. Always good to have you. Glenn, let's start off and talk a little bit. This is the first time I'm having you since Jay Johnson was named the head baseball coach at LSU. First of all, your thoughts on on the hire? Well, I think, um, you know, he's, he's, he's one of the younger coaches LSU's ever hired at, at 45, and he's got a background as a, as a hitting coach, whereas, uh, you know, most of LSU's coaches have, have had pitching backgrounds uh so that's that's pretty positive right there you know i thought jim schlossnagel and 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 mike bianco could have been better hires possibly uh but um you know their experience in louisiana and the sec particularly uh mike but uh this this is an up-and-coming coach and you know he did go to omaha twice with arizona uh he's got no experience in the, in this area but I mean, the Pac-12 is a good, a good baseball conference, and it's, it's offense, you know, and and uh, and one of the issues with with Maneri at times was uh, a lack of punch on offense, and uh, you know, so it, it looks like on on paper that uh, that could get better. I mean, he's he's a hitting coach, you know, he's going to hire a hitting coach, but Jay is really the hitting coach, and then he made a big uh, pitching coach hire today. Talk about that if you would. Yeah, Jacob Berry uh, was the pitching coach at Arizona State the last two seasons, and before that he was at Washington for seven seasons. And Jay, I talked to Jay today, and he was impressed with um, with Jason Kelly, uh, the new pitching coach, because he went up against him and struggled against him at times. And um, the 2018 Washington team, went to Omaha. That was the first time Washington ever went to Omaha, and it was largely uh, because of, of pitching. And, and that's the year he was named National Assistant Coach of the Year. Um, and, you know, this is a battle-tested pitching coach calling games in a big-time conference. So that, that looks like a strong hire. He's also got one of his top players transferring to LSU as well. Uh, Jacob Berry, right, the uh, DH third baseman, uh, could actually uh, move move over to third, maybe with them pushing Cade to uh, to second base. But um, you know, that's he's an All American, uh, led led the team at home runs, RBI. So that's that's a powerful bat right there. Uh, so he's uh, he's definitely making some some good moves. He um, you know he had no no staff members that <laughs> stuff. So, this morning, so this is his first hire. He's probably going to bring in a volunteer coach that he had with him at uh, Arizona, and then they're all going to kind of recruit. But uh, he hasn't named a recruiting coordinator, and, and Jason Kelly will not be the recruiting coordinator, but he'll be heavily involved. He had mentioned at his hiring uh, press conference that uh, he was possibly looking towards some guys that uh, uh, that, that could recruit the South. Because again, his obviously his recruiting uh, uh, prowess has been out west. Got to say the same thing now about Kelly, a guy that comes from out west. Um, 
What do you anticipate happening there? Do you anticipate guys that maybe, again, have an LSU pedigree coming over and being part of the staff? Uh, do you expect, again, that, that he will hire some, some, um, uh, some recruiters or some, some coaches from the South? And, look, the only reason I'm asking that is, again, is because he mentioned it. Because I've said it before, LSU is a national program. And, and they recruit nationally. Yes, you're going to recruit the South. The South, there's no doubt about it. Kids from Louisiana want to play at LSU. That's a given. Uh, but this is really a program that recruits nationally, and it, it's a situation maybe that's different from a lot of programs because you're going after the top recruits, and, and then in a lot of cases, some of those top recruits are, are, end up getting drafted by professional baseball, and, and they, you know they, they become bonus babies. They get the money, and then you got to be able to go to your, go to your next guy, and then hope that you can uh, sway, uh, sway that next guy who is a top player to be able to come to LSU. So it's a little different than maybe a lot of other coaches in, in other situations are used to. Yeah, you know, LSU's always recruited the West. I mean, they've always got players from the West. They've definitely always been a nationally recruiting program since the 80s, really. But, you know, since he's got an assistant from the West, he's from the West, I think it would make sense for his next hire uh, to have some SEC or East Coast ties or, you know, something closer to the region that would, that would just make geographic sense um it's not going to be todd walker uh todd was interested in becoming the hitting coach if if bianco had gotten the job or or really anyone uh but um jay is going to go with someone who's who's gotten experience as a as a college assistant coach i mean i think todd walker would would be great uh for recruiting as well but uh he, he's not going to go that route um and I think you'll see somebody with, with, with experience in the region. Have you had a chance to sit down with him one-on-one yet, uh, Glenn? No, no. I've, I've interviewed him a couple of times on the phone uh, today, and I interviewed him the day before he was introduced. Okay. Uh, and he, um, that's it, it, still on the website on the advertiser.com. He, uh, he was speaking in Lafayette in January of 2020, flew into New Orleans with his wife, stayed in New Orleans, drove over to Lafayette, and uh, this was like uh, the weekend before the national championship game on January 13, 2020, and he uh, he and his wife stopped at LSU, and they just walked into Alex Fox Stadium. It was open, and, and the campus was empty because everybody was in New Orleans for the championship right. game, and he also walked into uh, Tiger Stadium. Um, I don't think he, he couldn't get on the field, but he was able to walk around the stadium a little bit. And, you know, who knew uh, a, a year and a few months later he, he'd be the LSU coach. So that, that's, uh, that's, that's a cool story. It's, it's on the website. And, um, you know, he's an interesting guy. Um, he's all business, so he's definitely all business. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I like his, his hitting background. He's definitely uh, – fired up about the job and you know that's something for LSU to be able to get a coach from a program like Arizona I mean that's a that's mm-hmm. a brand name in college baseball uh and I mean they just won the national championship in 2012 right. uh they were there in Omaha this year in 2016 so that's that's, that's quite a high you know it's kind of like when LSU was able to get the coach from Michigan State when when they hired Nick Saban or yep. Tim Mulkey from from Baylor, so it's it's an impressive hire. Um, I haven't heard of any defections off the team. Uh, obviously, the Major League Baseball draft's coming up. Uh, 
Do you anticipate any any defections? And how do you have you had a chance to talk to any of the team to see how how they feel about the the new hire? No, I haven't talked to the to the players, but I've talked to uh, to Jay Johnson about uh, the roster. And you know, Zach Arnold did enter the transfer portal. Very good player, sophomore infielder. But he was going to enter the portal anyway um, before the hire because he, he thought he should have played more uh, last season. He probably should have because um, he had a good enough bat uh, to, to play more at second base. Uh, and, and you could possibly see Alex Malazzo and, and Collier Cranford uh, transfer. You know, not very offensive um, players there. Uh, so you could see some changes there. But and and then, you know, it depends on how many players he loses in the draft. But there's not it's gonna be basically the same roster. There's only gonna mm-hmm. be a few changes in the roster. I mean he he's inheriting a, a very good um regular lineup. I mean, um Trey Morgan and, and Dylan Cruz, you know, you don't get sure. many many better players than that. Now he needs he needs some more pitchers for for sure, mm-hmm. but there's there's a couple of good pitchers he's he's bringing back. So uh, he's got the makings of a pretty good team. Glenn, what you got coming up for us? Uh, well, there's a story on um, on the new pitching coach Jason Kelly uh, on the website right now, and and uh, I'm uh, working on a feature on Glenn Dorsey, who goes into the uh, Louisiana Hall of Fame in August. You know, there's, there's two. Two versions of the Hall of Fame yes. this year because the one got canceled last mm-hmm. year, and uh, had had a great interview with with Glenn about his days at, at LSU, and of course the, the great win over Florida, and uh, some other big moments. So that so that'll be coming out in a, in a couple of weeks. But uh, you know, finally getting a little off time uh, coming up soon. Oh, beautiful, beautiful! Always a pleasure, my friend. Thanks so much. We'll talk again soon. Okay, Glenn. I, no. Hey, Eric. I'm <laughs> You're Glenn. I'm Eric. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but that's uh, Glenn Gilbo, USA uh, Today Network, at uh, LSU B-Tweet. Hey, don't forget about my friends over at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. Before you buy a new unit for your home or your business, have Burkhardt come out and give you a price. Don't sign that contract with anybody else. Do you at least have Burkhardt come out and give you a price? Uh, first of all, again, the attention to detail, treating your home like their home, using state-of-the-art equipment to be able to, again, measure your home so you got the right uh, tonnage to be able to, again, cool your home or your business. And then the service after the sale. Uh, again, uh, there for you to be able to do from maintenance, again, to repairs, whatever you need. Only doing the work that's necessary. Truly a company you can trust. Uh, again, a family-owned and operated business right here in New Orleans, Louisiana. Uh, grew, grew from a very, very small business in St. Bernard to, again, a company now that has 15 trucks in the field. That, again, will give you that 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home or your for any repairs. Yeah, again, when you get Burkhardt, you, you're getting, again, the Burkhardt name standing behind everything that they do. For a company you can trust with your AC system, think Burkhart, acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor, a place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game, a mouth-watering menu that has something for everyone, amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection, TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique, the perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at bobbyabears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good. 
I'm here with my good friend Mike Delahousie of the TikTok Cafe. What you say to Eric? Hey, did I ever tell you have like the perfect face for radio? No, Mike. Did I ever tell you that you have the perfect 24-hour diner? Hey, bud. No, as a matter of fact, you haven't. That's because you don't. Come on, man. You know that ain't nice. And uh, neither is your help. Oh, man. Then why do you eat here so often? Well, my wife says that I'm a glutton. For punishment, the TikTok Cafe, where the video poker is always hot, 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 Causeway and I-10, better known as the intersection of E. coli and Salmonella. Dave Miet Insurance is a full-service independent insurance agency since 1958, offering auto, home, life, health, business, and commercial policies, serving the East Bank, West Bank, North Shore, South Shore, and River Parishes. Dave Miet Insurance is your one-stop insurance specialist. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMeAtInsAgency.com. Are you looking to add more ground clearance or enjoy new terrains? Or you want to improve the ride quality and hauling capacity of your car, truck, or SUV? Then Southern Tire has the answer. We are your lift and leveling kit experts. If you enjoy going off-road, Southern Tire has the lift kit for your vehicle. Our suspension lift kits will increase ground clearance and the performance of your vehicle. Hickory and Airline in Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Oceana Grill, bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. If you thought Diamonds Direct's values were impressive, wait till you see what we're doing next. It's a spectacular summer store-wide sale, July 14th through the 18th, with an extra 20% savings on virtually all diamond and fashion designer jewelry, from rings and earrings to bands and bracelets and so much more. We're breaking our own rules to bring you extreme value for five hot summer days. Get ready. 20% extra savings on a multi-million dollar selection of fine jewelry, July 14th through 18th at Diamonds Direct. On Severn Avenue, across from Lakeside Hey, don't forget about my friend Dave Miet over Dave Miet Insurance. You want to save, you call Dave. That's right, Dave Miet Insurance. When it comes to insurance, he's got your back. And he's got your back 24-7, 365. Dave can uh, search over 50 companies to find you the best price for your insurance needs. And, of course, not cutting corners for you. Making sure, again, that he's got everything covered, uh, listening to your needs. And if you're a contractor or a professional man and, and you need that uh, insurance certificate to start a job, man, nothing worse than trying to hunt down uh, your insurance agent. Dave will be there for you. All you got to do is give him a call at 504-556-0809. Go check out the website, D-A-V-E-M-I-L-O-E-T-I-N-S-A. Com, or you can set up an, uh, an appointment in his office on Veterans Next to Shogun. Uh, whether it's a time for an insurance checkup or you need, again, to get uh, insurance for your job or for your home or your business, think that if you want to save, call Dave. That's Dave Miet Insurance, D-A-V-E-M-I-L-L-E-T-I-N-S, agency.com, or give him a call at 504-556-0809. I want to thank uh, Glenn Gilbo of USA Today Network for joining us on the program. Ali Cassell will join us at the bottom of the second hour. We'll talk some uh, NBA finals uh, in this upcoming um, uh, half hour. And, of course, if you missed the first hour, you missed my thoughts on Stan Van Gundy and David Griffin. 
And uh, whether the Pelicans uh, should let a broom, uh, a new broom sweep clean here uh, and keep David Griffin around to rebuild this program, well, uh, well, you can listen to that on the podcast on Anchor and all the major podcasting platforms. I'm your host, Eric Asher. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. Stick around, won't you? One, craving Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest? Mambo's is open at 411 Bourbon Street. We are offering our full menu. Dine in one of our dining rooms in our courtyard on Bourbon Street's only rooftop balcony. Check out our menu at mambosnola.com. Mambo's is offering our full menu as well as wine and beer by delivery from our delivery partners, Chow Now, Grubhub, or Uber Eats. We also deliver in the quarter. Order now at mambosnola.com or give us a call at 504-407-3717. That's Mambo's, Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Hi, Eric Asher here with my good friend Mike Delahousie, the TikTok Cafe. What'd you say, Eric? Hey, Mike, you know what my prescription medication and the TikTok Cafe have in common? What's that? Friend? They cause drowsiness, dizziness, nausea, cramps, diarrhea, blurred vision, muscle aches, gas, heartburn, upset stomach, constipation, weight changes, decreased sex drive, impudence, dry right, mouth, ringing finished? in the ears, depression. Oh, yeah, and suicidal thoughts. It's the TikTok Cafe, Causeway I 10 in Metairie.
Here's our man, Eric Asher. Radio app, tune in radio app, take us anywhere. On the World Wide Web at Nash FM 106.1 and ericasher.com. It's available on all major podcasting platforms. Anchor is our home base. Go back and check out previous shows on the Anchor app as well as the iHeartRadio app. Uh, also, you can follow us on social media at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram. Uh, this hour, Alec sell the Bird Rights, will join us at the bottom of the hour. We'll talk about David Griffin. We'll talk about Stan Van Gundy. We'll talk about the NBA Finals, which starts tonight on ABC. Also, again, uh, uh, don't forget about the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports. Les East, award-winning journalist for CrestedSports.com. And Saturday Down South will be my guest this week. Uh, Thursday live broadcast on LAE at 1 p.m. Also live streaming on the LAE TV YouTube page. 6 p.m. rebroadcast on Thursday night on LAE. Uh, also, 10 o'clock on the Deuce WLAE TV 2. Friday night, 9 o'clock, Pelican Sports Television, 10 o'clock on WLAE. Uh, Saturday at 2 a.m. on the Deuce, 5 p.m. every Saturday afternoon on Pelican Sports Television. Uh, always on our uh, on the WLAE TV YouTube page, always at ericasher.com, and always on our social media platforms. Uh, let's talk a little bit about what's going on with the uh, NBA Finals in this, in this half hour. And also we'll talk a little more about, about the Pelicans. If you missed the first hour, uh, you must be talking to Glenn Gilbo about the, uh, the new uh, uh, baseball hire for LSU, Jay Johnson. He had named as his pitching coach today. Uh, also, uh, uh, we, uh, we discussed at length in my monologue about the future of David Griffin here in New Orleans, whether he should be allowed to be able to rebuild this team. Uh, after what's happened over the first two years of his time here in New Orleans, uh, about the uh, two podcasts in which Stan Van Gundy was on, where, again, he got a chance to tell his side of the story, which seems a little bit different than, again, the story that, again, David Griffin told us a couple weeks ago when he said that the uh, uh, the club and also Stan Van Gundy had a mutual parting of ways uh, between them. Um, and it shows a pattern here of, again, dishonesty uh, with uh, – with David Griffin, dishonesty within the organization to, again, former coaches. Uh, if you don't believe me, ask Alvin Gentry. Uh, the situation with Van Gundy, which was not a mutual parting of ways. It was a firing. Say what it is. It is what it is. It's a firing, okay? Uh, again, Van Gundy uh, obviously didn't want to be there after, again, uh, they, they seem to be on different pages. Uh, and, uh, you know, I go back to what I said in the first hour, what I've said for a long, long time. You knew what you were getting in Stan Van Gundy. You knew exactly what you were getting in Stan Van Gundy. But you hired him. So, again, you're hiring him with today's hypersensitive NBA player that's got to be coddled uh, for a guy that's an old-school coach that's not going to coddle anybody. So that was your first mistake, David Griffin. You know, your second mistake, and, again, you're not compounding the mistake by keeping him on another year, but then everybody has to question, again, where are you now? Are you in, are, are you in Dell Demps mode where, where now you're trying to save your job? Are you going to do what's best for the club long term? See, that, that, that's, that's where I'm at right now. And I'm a guy that was in David Griffin's corner. He said all the right things when he came to New Orleans and made it sound like that, again, that he knew how to be able to build an NBA franchise and to be able to bring some stability here with a once-in-a-generational player. 
So far, that has not come to fruition. There seems to be, again, a trust factor on with David Griffin now, not just with the media, not just with the fan base, who, again, I can tell you right now, uh, I have not met a person or spoke to a person or had correspondence with a person since David Griffin fired Stan Van Gundy, since the athletic article came out about dysfunction within the organization, uh, that, again, has not lost faith in, in, in David Griffin. <laughs> I certainly have. And I'm, I'm worried that there's a treasure, tro- a treasure chest of, of, of draft choices and assets that are out there. Uh, are, are you in a situation now where, because I think that the, the days of, of building this team organically around Zion Williamson now kind of goes out the window. Now, now you're in a position where uh, you're, you're, you're fighting for your own job, to be able to keep your own job, and then all at the same time trying to hold on to Zion. So all this talk about a sustained winning culture, that sounds great, especially if you can build it organically, you know, like the Phoenix Suns did. You know, the Suns in 27-2018 were the worst record, had the worst record in the NBA. Do you know that, again, in 2018-2019, they had the worst record in the Western Conference? But, again, in 2019-2020, they they were 10th in the West. Remember, again, they they went undefeated in the bubble. And, of course, adding Chris Paul, adding uh, Jay Crowder and some other pieces after, again, building this team organically through the draft and doing a great job of it, they're the 2020-2021 Western Conference champions. So it can be done. We've seen it. They got the 21st highest payroll in the NBA, and they're in the NBA Finals. Pelicans have the ninth highest payroll, and they were at their house, couldn't even make it in a in a ten game uh, in a, in a in a ten team uh, playing tournament into the playoffs. Couldn't even you couldn't even do that. When, when again, they're allowing they, they expanded so much that they're letting you play in now. So that's my frustration. My frustration and my fear is again that you got a guy now that knows he's on the hottest of seats. And, and realize he's got to do something to turn this around quickly. And does he does it right? Does he do it right? Or does he take those assets in which, again, he's acquired that we felt like, okay, this is going to be sustainability for, in, into the future for the next five to six, seven years, and to use those to be able, again, to, to get rid of bad trades and attach those draft choices to that simply so, again, you can get rid of the mess that you've created so that maybe you have a clean slate to go forward. And I don't know. We saw it with Dell Demps. We saw it. We've seen this before. And those that are on there in charge on airline drives have seen this before. So somebody's got to be able, again, keep a, a, a real strong eye on what Griffith's doing from this point forward. Can't just give him carte blanche to be able to run things as he pleases now. And then it leads you to, again to the head coaching position. A lot of talk that, again, in this NBA Finals, Charles Lee, again, the assistant, to, uh, 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 assistant for Milwaukee, and uh, Willie Green, who is uh, Monty Williams' top assistant with the, with the Phoenix Suns, that one of those two guys are going to be the next head coach of the New Orleans Pelicans. Well, is it because they're players' coaches? Is it because they're young and they, and they, can, and they can relate to today's players? I mean, Willie Green is a former player, a guy that was a great leader in every locker room he's ever been in. Charles Leo's, again, is an up-and-comer. Guy that never played in the NBA but seems to, again, have the, have the, the ear of, of today's player? Or is this the opportunity for, a, again, a, uh, a president of basketball operations, vice president of basketball operations, who, uh, again, his back is up against the wall that can control a rookie head coach? I mean, that's got to throw that out there, right? I mean, 
Today on, on Levitar's press conference, Van Gundy said that it had seen that Griff was more worried about the happiness of the organization than was, what was going on between the lines. We know that, again, in the past, that, that Griffin has, has, has had his, his finger on, again, guys' minutes, et cetera, like, especially, again, those that have been injured. I mean, we didn't even see Zion his first year here. They, they, they had him with kid gloves. So this is a critical hire for the organization. And the question is, is it a hire that Griffin should make? Because his back is against the wall. Because he's in desperation mode. Because he is in desperation mode. I'm sorry, the handwriting's on the wall. Uh, the organization can come out behind the scenes and say, again, they have all the faith in the world on David Griffin. Uh, but they better do that one-hand tie with, with, with their fingers crossed behind their back, right? I've criticized this organization in the past for running their basketball team like a football team. But again, you've got to put a focus on what's going on. And that David Griffin is not the guy that we thought he was going to be coming in here. And based on, again, the trades he's made, you can see that. I mean, just look at, again, the cap flexibility that I've talked about. When you look at, 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 the, at the Phoenix Suns, uh, a team that built organically, that you thought you were building uh, 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 along similar lines, Chris Paul makes the, makes the most money on that team at $41 million. Devin Booker makes $29 million. Eight makes $10 million. Those are three, you would have to say, those are three of the top players on that team, right? Jay Crowder comes in at, at, at $9.2 million. Those are your top, really your top four players on, the, on this roster for the most part. Now we go to some of the other guys they brought in. You flip it over to the New Orleans Pelicans, who are your highest paid players? Steven Adams. Yeah, Brandon Ingram, you just gave him an extension, a max extension. Eric Bledsoe, James Johnson. Huh? Now, I know Zion hasn't gotten his out of his first contract yet, but again, the cap flexibility that you had, the cap maneuverability you had before you made these trades went out the window. So now you're in a position where you've got to move off of these guys, and you're going to have to attach some of these precious um, draft choices that you've acquired that, again, you were supposed to have sustainable winning with just to be able to get rid of your mistakes. And that is, again... That is something that, that, that again, can, that's one step forward, two steps backwards for the, for the organization. So there's a blueprint on how you can win in the NBA. And, look, in the NBA, you make mistakes. And there's a quicker turnover. There's no doubt about it, from coaching staff to front offices. There's less patience in the NBA than there is in the NFL. It's also a different player than what you have in the NFL to the NBA. NBA players are more empowered. They have more power, and they use that power in, in a lot of cases to either get rid of coaches, general managers, or move on themselves. Don't really see a lot of that in the NFL, at least not yet. But now I think you have to question every move that Griffin makes. He's got to be under a microscope from this point. That's why I talked about in the first hour. Trajan Langdon's sitting there. Okay, if you're unsure about David Griffin, then all he's, and right now it's about self-preservation for him. Well, then, man, pull the trigger. You can still keep continuity within the organization and, and elevate Langdon and let him do the job. But something can also be said about trustworthiness and being trusted, trusted by your peers, trusted by other organizations, trusted by agents, trusted by players. Can Griffin be trusted going forward? Because, as again, as things start to evolve with this, with this, with this team, as we look back on things that have happened just in the short period that Griffin has been here, those that he's casted away have said over and over again to a man that they were lied to. 
And I go back to Alvin Gentry as, as, as again, the number one individual that put that out there. And, again, not just, not just privately. And some of the comments have been made. J.J. Reddick said the same thing. I laughed it off because, again, that's a player trying to be able to make a player maneuver to be able to get where he wanted to get. But as I've said before, Griff did what he was supposed to do there. He was supposed to get assets for the team. And if J.J. Griffin wanted to go to Brooklyn, he should have played better. He wouldn't have been in Brooklyn. Brooklyn did want him. But his biggest mistake was not getting rid of J.J. Reddick in the beginning when he knew J.J. Reddick wasn't going to play for Stan Van Gundy, and he allowed that to fester. So you got to question the direction of the organization right now. And, it does, again, it does look like a, a, it went from an organization was an organization of dysfunction to you thought that maybe you had some stability with Griffin, but when they pulled back the, 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 uh, the, the covers and you saw what was there, you see even more dysfunction. And the clock is ticking. I mean, the, the, the outside of, again, the fake cry at, at that press conference, the Van Gundy press conference, saying there's no invisible clock on Zion or on David Griffin is ludicrous. It's his denial. It's denial. There's a clock on both. There's a clock on both here in New Orleans. And I, like a lot of people in this town, are tired of the NBA team being a farm team for the rest of the NBA. Yeah, it was spoiled by the Saints. No doubt about it. But there again, they both are domiciled in the same compound. You expect the same type of results from the, within the organization. But to do that, you've got to have the right type of leadership. We thought we had that in Griffin. Right now, he looks like a charlatan. So, honestly, the eyes of the organization, and I'm talking about from on, 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 on top, from, from, from Gale to Lausha to Loomis, they better be looking at this hard going forward to make sure that, again, they don't have a guy in place that is all about self-preservation to hold on to his job, but is willing to be able to liquidate assets of the future to get that done. And ultimately, again, if he's wrong and he misses, where does he put this organization? Right back where they were. All right, we'll take a break. We come back, continue the conversation. We'll look a little bit deeper into what's going on with the NBA Finals. We'll also be joined by Alec Cassell, the Bird Rights, get his take on the finals, get his take on Stan Van Gundy and also David Griffin, all that coming up. Don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. In the market for a generator, man, I tell you what, who isn't? If you own a home or a business, you've you got to have a generator for your home or your business to keep the power running. Keep the power on when electricity goes out. At Burkhardt, they can do a single-day install for you. Sit down with you, do a consultation, find out what you're looking for for a generator. And after you guys come to an agreement, They'll put you on, on the calendar. You get a single-day install. Financing is available for your generator. You can pay that off over time. After that generator is installed, you get a new install quality check after one month. It's what Burkhardt does with everything they install. Again, it's about customer service. If you have a generator at your home or your business and you need a company that can service that for you, if you utilize it over the last 100, 100 hours over the last storm season, you have to get that service by a professional. Burkhardt can do that for you. And when it comes to 24-7, 365 emergency service, they're tops in the industry. They will be there to get your generator up and running, have all the parts you need in their warehouse in, in Mandeville, and they'll be, to you, be there to you quickly. Generator sales and service, think Burkhardt, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. Hey, I'm Carly Pierce. 
the quickest way for the economy to recover, for businesses to return, for concerts and theaters to reopen, for generations of families to reunite, for children to play freely with other children, is for everyone to get the vaccine. It is America's best shot. 106.1 Nash Icon. This report is sponsored by Audible. Make it a summer to remember with Audible. It delivers everything you love listening to all in one app. Stream the newest hot releases, bestsellers, Audible originals, popular podcasts, and more. Start listening free with a 30-day trial at audible.com. Delays are solid on 10 westbound from North Claiborne to Canal, and then delays pick back up from Causeway to Clearview. On the 610 on the eastbound side, your backups are steady from Elysian Fields to the 10610 merge, and on the westbound side from Canal Boulevard to the 10610 merge. 10 east, uh, also look out for delays on 10 eastbound from just past Elysian Fields to the high rise. And if you're traveling along the West Bank Expressway on the westbound side, your delays are heavy from just past Ames Boulevard to Avondale. I'm at Robinson. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes, ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory is open during the coronavirus shutdown. Bienvenue is offering our full menu as well as wine and beer by way of curbside service or our drive-up window at 467 Hickory Avenue. Our wait staff will deliver to your door or use waiter. Check out our menu today at BienvenueHarahan.com. Then place your order at 504-305-4792. That's 504-305-4792. Gift cards are available. Order today from Bienvenue on Hickory, 305 4792. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff and all the sports you can handle hi folks trust is what burkhart air conditioning and heating is all about take it from me eric asher if your ac ever fails you can trust burkhart to be there quick get you back up and running if you need a new ac trust burkhart to treat you with respect to help you save with a fair price do the job right as my good friend john burkhart always says trust is the foundation of our business just ask our customers for air conditioning this season trust burkhart visit acpromise.com that's acpromise.com and tell America sent you. Oceana Grill, bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Thanks so much for being here. Certainly appreciate it. You're just about uh, a little less than 10 minutes away from Ali Cassell, the bird rights. We'll talk NBA finals with him. Also, we'll talk about the uh, state of the Pelicans as well. 
want uh, to really come out and thank Will Smith. Uh, again, Will Smith, uh, more than just an actor, more than just a rapper, film producer, entrepreneur. He's in town. He's the executive producer of a, uh, a film that's being filmed here in New Orleans. And, and he stepped up to really help the city in terms of getting the uh, fireworks uh, 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 off, off in, uh, here, here in New Orleans. Um, you know, it's, it's been a tradition, the fourth, uh, fourth on the river. I mean, for as long as I can remember. Uh, and it's something that, again, is, is part of, again, what a tourist destination does, but what a major city does. I mean, a major city has these fireworks on, you know, New Year's Eve, 4th of July, etc. You know, if you looked at the national news as they, as they did a little look in on all of the, the major cities, not just in, 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 you know, the major cities around the United States, you saw, uh, again, all these major cities with their, with their fireworks display. You know, even some of the smaller or, or mid-sized towns, again, they had their own fireworks display. Heck, Jefferson Parish had a fireworks display. St. Bernard had their own fireworks display. But yet the city of New Orleans, again, the epicenter of, of, of culture and, and tourism for the city was not going to have it. First of all, that's pretty sad. i got to tell you right now. That's pretty sad that, again, we didn't have the $100,000 to put up to be able to have a, a fireworks display on July 4th. And then, again, that someone that lived in this city Again, when they, when they said they had canceled the fireworks, was not willing to step up or, again, a group of individuals to put up the 100000 That it took Will Smith, who doesn't live here, uh, again, a guy that, again, that, that was here for, for business, to be able to say, wait a minute, I'll do it. I'll put it up. I'll take the money out of my own pocket so that they can have fireworks. Will Smith, he saved Independence Day. Okay, there's no doubt about it. And we are thankful for that. But in the same breath, come on, guys, what are we doing? I mean, it looks like we're Bush League, second league city once again. You know, we, we can't have our own fireworks display. We can't find $100,000 in the, in the city's coffer, in the, in the tourism. Again, I realize we're coming off a COVID-19 year, but there's been a lot of money that's been given to the city for the federal government. I mean, we, we don't have businesses that could have came up with that money. I mean, I know everybody looks to, to, the, to Gail Benson for everything now, right? Gail Benson's, again, she's a, a billionaire. She's, the, one of the, she's, if not the richest woman, one of the richest women in, in all the world, right? Definitely, one of the, definitely the richest person in the state of Louisiana. She's got to pay for everything. But at the end of the day, come on, $100,000, we couldn't get that together? It took Will Smith to do that? It's the first thing I thought about when all this happened. And first of all, I'm grateful and I'm thankful that he did it. But then I'm also embarrassed. More lenient. That again, we couldn't we couldn't get our you know what together. And and have this fireworks display, you know. Now if it's one thing where Latoya Cantrell doesn't want to have the fireworks display because she's worried about people gathering again. Well, the cat, oh, the, the, the the what is it? The horse is out the barn on that one, right? I mean, again, uh, you know, people are here and they're here in droves. And we're gonna have, it looks like we have a pretty good summer in terms of tourism because people have been locked in their houses for a year and people want to get out. So despite, again, having the oppressive heat that we have in New Orleans and the possibility of hurricanes and tropical storms, and who knows, again, Will Smith's in town, so he sees, again, what happens on a rainstorm, again, how, how the city will flood. That happened over the weekend once again. But despite all of that, we're going to be in a situation where it looks like it's going to be a pretty good summer. Maybe better, the best summer we've had in a long, long time. And we can't find 100K, 100K to put up for, for a fireworks display? Come on. We are better than that. I mean, we are better than that. So on one hand, thank you, Will Smith. We appreciate you, again, rescuing and saving Independence Day for us. But on the other hand, shame on us. Shame on us that, again, a tourist destination uh, can't, uh, and the shows that we put on year-round in this town uh, from, from festivals to Mardi Gras to whatever we're doing, again, this is a destination for people to be able to come and have a great time and be entertained. 
We couldn't find 100K to put up for our, for our own fireworks display. We had to put our hand out like beggars and say, can somebody please put up the money? So that's an embarrassment to each and every one of us. Again, I'll say it. Lafayette Park was full of fireworks, okay? All right? St. Bernard had a fireworks display like they do every single year, and we couldn't get one to fourth on the river? Please. Thank you, Will Smith. Thank you for not allowing us to be one of the only major American cities without a fireworks display on the 4th of July. We appreciate you saving uh, fourth on the river for us. But at the same time, shame on us. Shame on us. We'll be right back after these messages. Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 37 one Southern Tire, family owned and operated since 1972. Southern Tire is your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. Whether it is your personal vehicle or a fleet account, at Southern Tire we treat your vehicle like our own. At Southern Tire we have all the latest diagnostic equipment and ASE certified technicians the dealerships have without the dealership prices. Hickory and Airline and Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. And get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor unique vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill. 739 Conti in the heart of the fun. 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Group. Contractors, time of the runaround when you need an insurance quote. At Dave Mead Insurance, we are an independent insurance agency. So we make it easy to get that quote for your next job. We offer general liability, workman's comp, automobile and property insurance, and we will search over 50 insurance companies to get the right policy at the best price. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMeAtInsAgency.com. Hurricane season seems a long way off, but now it's time to get ready for it. Hi, Eric Asher, once again, talking about my friends at Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating. Demand for generators is higher than ever. Don't get left in the dark. Talk to Burkhart now about a Generac automatic standby generator. Be at the front of the line for your Generac generator this year. When the power goes out, you keep the lights on as well as your refrigerator and AC. Don't wait. Talk to Burkhart now about a Generac generator. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell America Eric sent you. Diamonds Direct takes value to a whole new level with a spectacular summer store-wide sale. Get ready. It's July 14th through the 18th. Five days of extra savings. 20% off Diamonds Direct's already unbeatable prices. A multi-million dollar selection of rings, earrings, bands, and bracelets. Virtually everything's on sale. Plus, top jewelry designers are flying in with all new collections. The buying opportunity of the year. Extra savings store-wide. Mark your calendar. July 14th through 18th only. And only at Diamonds Direct. On Severn Avenue, across from Lakeside 
Worldwide Mall. Hey, I just heard it was possible to get a customized auto quote from Liberty Mutual Insurance. 100% customized for what you need and not for what you don't. Have you ever asked, why should I pay for what I don't need? Like when I buy fancy mixed nuts, I don't want that big nut that takes up all the space. With Liberty Mutual, you can save money when you buy customized auto insurance. Pay only for what you need. This message was brought to you by Liberty Mutual Insurance. Visit LibertyMutual.com to learn more. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Views Alto is the vape as unique as the back roads you ride. With Views by You, you can choose from four colors, three flavors, three nicotine levels, and infinite wrap designs. Make Views Alto a vape that is yours in store now. Discover more at Views.com. Views, charge beyond. Vapor products, underage sale prohibited. Website and offers restricted to age 21 and over tobacco consumers. Hey, folks, don't forget about my friends at Southern Tire, your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs, the best deals on tires. What's well, so your personal vehicle or fleet account? You got to make sure that when they hit the road, again, they they hit the road, and, and of course, they can uh, drive them safely. At Southern Tire, one promise they have for you is they'll treat your vehicle like their own. Uh, if your vehicle's out of warranty and you're looking for a shop you can trust, try Southern Tire. They have the latest diagnostic equipment that you have at the dealerships, ASE-certified technicians, but without those dealership prices. Uh, if you're ready to hit the road this summer for, uh, again, a family vacation, uh, you're going to be doing some driving, allow Southern Tire to put that on, put your car on the rack, make sure everything's running uh, safely, uh, check out your tires, and, uh, and, and, of course, make sure that uh, your vehicle will be, uh, will be uh, safe when it hits the road. So, again, you and your family will be safe on, on again, your summer vacation. Southern Tire, Hickory and Airline and Metter. They're open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6, Saturday from 8 to 3. You can give them a call at 504-737-1558 or go to southerntire.com to find out all the service they provide for their customers. Owned by the Piazza family since 1972, Hickory and Airline at Southern Tire. At Southern Tire, Hickory and Airline, send southerntire.com. All right, uh, joining us in the program now from the Bird Rights, Ali Cassell joins us each and every week. Ali, how are you? I'm doing great, Eric. Can't complain. We're a few hours away from the NBA Finals, and we have a rooting interest, even though the Pelicans aren't in it, right? Drew Holiday yep, and Chris Paul, yep. among There's others. no doubt about it. Well, I'll tell you what. We'll start there, and we'll talk about Van Gundy and David Griffin last, because I've pretty much been all over David Griffin and Stan Van Gundy for most of the show today. Uh, it is a, um, it's interesting, because you've got two teams that are small market teams, considered small market teams, uh, both teams, again, uh, have uh, in a lot of cases have built through the draft, savvy trades, free agent moves to be able to build their clubs. Um, in, in the in the in the case of um, of Phoenix, I mean, you're, you're talking about a, a team that was really kind of a doormat over the last couple of years, and, and then of course now the uh, uh, the great drafting and the addition uh, of, of Chris Paul have really turned that that team around. And of course, uh, tonight. Uh, the the Bucks will be without Giannis, which will be interesting to see how they, they they play. But without Giannis, it's opened up the door to see Drew Holiday be the player that we thought uh, that we saw here in New Orleans, a guy that was kind of playing second fiddle, but all of a sudden has kind of emerged as again a guy that can get a triple double for you if necessary. When he was at twenty seven nine and nine the other night, uh, talk about your your thoughts on this finals going into the finals and who you think uh, may ultimately take the championship. Right, so yeah, we'll start there. Like you were talking about Drew Holiday and Chris Middleton. Once Giannis went down, they didn't really finish off game five or game four was it very well. But I tell you what, games five and six, they, they played like true all NBA type players, right? Scoring practically, as you mentioned, similar stat lines, right? Thirty points a game pretty much from both of them and the highest high rebound totals. 
And so I think that's going to be necessary here, obviously, in the finals, uh, going up against the Suns, who I think should be the slight favorite, even if Giannis plays. Because you just can't imagine that Giannis is going to be at 100%. I think for tonight, Eric, he's still Mm -hmm. considered questionable. I haven't heard him be completely ruled out. But either way, you've got to think, a hyperextended knee, and it didn't look good on the video. No, it didn't. He's not going to be at 100% probably for at least a week. So whenever he comes back, not expecting a 100% guy, more maybe as a decoy. Maybe he'll be able to open up some space for Milton Holiday and try and act as a decoy. But either way, yeah, the Bucks are going to try and punish the Suns inside. Um, that's what they did against the Hawks. That's really, you know, their, you know, forte when you look at their roster. Brooke Lopez, who likes to shoot the three, but he's more effective with today's small ball beating up on smaller centers. And it worked to their advantage, right? He scored, I think, 33 points in that pivotal game five to where the uh, Bucks went up 3-2 on the Hawks. And we know that Drew Holiday likes to take it to the rim. Chris Milton, he lives pretty much from anywhere. But Giannis, another guy that lives at the rim. As to where the Suns, mid-range, right, Eric? We saw that with Chris Paul, the yeah, mm-hmm. what, six, seven years he was here in New Orleans. He loves to go ahead and find himself somewhere inside the three-point line to his bread and butter. And really, Devin Booker does the same. So it's going to be whichever team can execute, I, I just simply think, better get to their more and more of their spots. Um, Phoenix likes to run, and like I said, get in the mid-range. Uh, the Bucks want to shoot the three ball and get to the rim. So it'll be real interesting when Giannis does come back, because like you, I don't expect him back, but what will Devin Booker be able to do? Because he was slowed in the last years. I think he's my key. When, when, once he got that face mask put on, he didn't look like the guy in the first couple yeah, of rounds true. in Phoenix. They're going to need Eric for 40 points or somewhere along those lines. It's being lethal, as Chris Middleton's been in a lot of these games for the Bucks. If he can do that, I really like Phoenix because they just have better depth, right, more rounded starters mm-hmm. one through five. And they've got at least you know three, four guys that can go to the best where the Bucks really don't. They just got Patrick Connaughton. And you got a younger team in in, in the um, in, in the Suns that have really kind of uh, been grown through the draft, adding again uh, uh, free agents and trades. Uh, you got the Milwaukee somewhat, but Milwaukee seems like a more veteran team there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you mentioned the bigs with the uh, Aiton and and also um, uh, on the Milwaukee side with uh, Lopez. Uh, so again, they both got big men, and they both got uh, players that can either hit the ball shot from the outside, or again, as you mentioned before, uh, have the ability to be able to drive. What's the X factor for both teams? Who is the X factor for, for Phoenix? Who's the X factor for, um, for, for Milwaukee? I think for the Bucks, I feel like it's Bobby Portis. Um, if Giannis can't go, they're really going to need call. Bobby to score. Uh, you know, 16, 18 points or something along those lines. Mm-hmm. But Bobby Portis is instant offense off the bench. He's instant energy. Um, he's the guy that I feel like really makes him go. And he, he really works well in tandem with Drew, I've noticed this year. So he's the one that's going to really need, I think, to be able to give a shot in the arm for the Bucks when either Drew and or Giannis, Chris, need, you know, a rest or they're just not finding their groove. As for the right, Suns, he's tough Eric, and physical too. Yes, exactly, right? And he, he knows how to use his physicality really well. Right. And the Suns, they play small. I mean, Jay Crowder is usually your power forward there. Dario mm-hmm. Sarge comes off the bench to relieve eight and plays center. I mean, these are undersized guys. As for Phoenix, though, I think it might be campaign. Um, you know, I don't want to pick any of the starters. We know what they do in their roles, right? right? Sure. Mikhail Bridge is big defender. Crowder, same thing. Booker is mm-hmm. the scorer. Chris is the facilitator. And Aiton is the finesse guy who gets a touch in the paint. He's probably going to score. So it's got to be somebody off the bench. And like I said, campaign was so pivotal against the Clippers. 
um, in a couple of those games that if he can provide that kind of spark, because Milwaukee doesn't have that. I already mentioned Pat Conson. If Giannis plays, then it's just Conson and Portis off the bench. So, yeah, that, that spark coming off Phoenix is something that Milwaukee can't match uh, with the guards, that is. I like Phoenix in six. Who do you like? Yeah, that's, that's what I'm going with too, Eric. I just expect Giannis, if he does play, he's going to be real limited. I say he comes back maybe game two, maybe three in front of the home crowd. Because, you know, teams are expected to lose the first couple of games usually when they're away, you know, kind of feeling mm-hmm. each other out. And if Milwaukee thinks at all Giannis can't go, if he's not going to be close to 100%, I don't know why you push him just yet. But either way, it's not, it's not going to be pretty for, I just think, Milwaukee. I, I think Phoenix is going to be, you know, up to task on every night. They've already had their letdown where Chris Paul money talked about it after one game against the Clippers. I don't think that's going to happen again. So they'll be ready every night out. And I just like all the bodies they can throw out there. So I'm with you completely, whether Giannis plays or not. If Giannis does play a lot of these minutes in a lot of these games, maybe seven. I could see it going seven, but otherwise it's going to be five or six. I agree. Let's talk about uh, Stan Van Gundy, David Griffin, and the Pelicans. Uh, Van Gundy now has spoken on uh, on two podcasts with Stu Gatz and also Levitar. Uh, in both cases, again, uh, the part of the subject of of, of the uh, uh, frivolity of, the, of that uh, of those podcasts was uh, Van Gundy and his time here in New Orleans. Uh, I talked about it today. You know, I'm worried that this may be a repeat of Dell Demps, a guy that's on the hottest of seats and starts to now look, starts to now make moves based on trying to be able to hold on to his job. I think there's also an issue now with again. Uh, transparency and, and also trustworthiness within that front front office now uh, with, with David Griffin. Can, again, do, does it do his peers trust him? Do, do, does his team trust him? And and ultimately, again, with, with the next coach that comes in here, can they trust David Griffin? Uh, I talked about it today. Maybe again, the the move should be made to Trajan Langdon, maybe taking over this club. Uh, so again, if you want to keep some continuity there and move forward there, because. Based on what's happened over the last couple of years with David Griffin, he's talked a good game, but again, his actions have not back and backed up his words. Take it from here, your thoughts. Yeah, so Eric, I felt like up until before the bubble, I thought David Griffin was doing a really excellent job. Uh, they had yes, a good starting unit, even though they were limping. The roster I know was a little bit limited because when they were hurt, the Pelicans lost a lot of games. But you felt like you felt pretty comfortable about the draft selections made. Um, making Drew Holiday kind of the face. Because, like I said, they were all systems were pointing towards making the playoffs. And Zion's rookie year to where he only played, what, 20-some-odd games. Uh, but then the bubble happened. And before they went in the bubble, you know, David Griffin talked about how he's not going to have any of those eight games really re- reflect on his decisions about somebody on the roster or the coaching staff. Well, lo and behold, Alvin Gentry got fired shortly thereafter because the Pelicans did disappoint and it is an issue if there's no buying. But again, he kind of you know went back on what he had said just maybe six weeks earlier. So that kind of raised a little bit of an eyebrow. Then of course this season, the way it unfolded, um, not being eye to eye with Stan Van Gundy when it was such a long hiring process, and then for them to drift apart to where they ended miles apart at the end of the season is a bit of a problem as well. Now look, I understand that. Stan came in expecting he had a lot more veterans, right? I think he even talked about that on this podcast with Dan Lebetard where, you know, he, right? He talked about wanting to have Drew Holiday, each one more, Kenrich, Derek Favors, being able to rely on them. And, of course, J.J. not wanting, you know, basically a playoff season really hurt from the perspective that he didn't have any vets. Look, I know he had Eric Bledsoe and Stephen Adams, but Eric Bledsoe never really showed us that he wanted to be here. And Stephen Adams, he's really limited even more than Derek Favors because he gives you nothing on offense. 
So it's hard to be a vocal lead, leader, even though you're 27. He still, he was a lot older than everybody else. But when you're not a guy that wants the ball or does anything on offense, it's hard, like I said, to be an effective voice or communicator. So Stan was stuck with a lot of 23-year-olds or younger. And we kind of got that sense all throughout the season. So winning, you know, became almost an impossible task. And it goes back to the front office. So hearing the complaints now about Zion's family or at least somebody within them being unhappy doesn't surprise any of us. We've talked about this, but it's par for the course when you have a generation of young talent that they do start expecting to win in the second season. That didn't happen. And so, you know, all eyes do really have to go to – it was at Stan Van Gundy and Griff, but now that Stan's gone, really it only does go on, on Griffin. And he's got to get it right, Eric. I mean, he's got to nail this next hire – because there can't be any more relationship type of issues with the players or maybe leaning towards the veterans. Because let's face it, Stan did. He gave Eric Bledsoe way too much rope. That was a contentious issue. So whoever is brought in, there can be none of this. And, of course, it's going to come down to David Griffin and Trajan Langdon swing cash from what I'm hearing on getting the right call on the next coach. That's going to be step one. Step two, of course, NBA draft. What do you do there coming up at the end of this month? And free agency which starts next month, because this is a very incomplete roster. The season that, or the, the team that ends last season, you don't want to start with all the same guys, because you shouldn't have any confidence that they can win games, play the defense necessary, close out games. So, yeah, Eric, it, it's been a tumultuous two years so far on David Griffin's resume, and it's not trending the right way. With that said, because he's on the hottest of hot seats right now, and, he, and the organization can say what they want, okay? I mean, you know, we, 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 anybody can look at this can see this now. Uh, you know, the fan base has unmasked him uh, again for, for, for who he is. I mean, I, everybody I've talked to, uh, anybody that's reached out to me, uh, again, they're down on David Griffin. They feel like they've been hoodwinked a bit, okay? Uh, are you in a situation now where uh, you have a guy that's trying to hold on to his job and his reputation? Uh, you know, can, and a lot of this is, is self-inflicted, this tailspin that, that, that's happening with David Griffin. Uh, can he be trusted to make the right moves going forward? And that's the question. I mean, you got this treasure chest of, of, of assets, and are you going to be using these assets now to make up for bad moves that you made? And then how do we trust that the next moves will be good moves? Look, I said it before. Anybody can pick Zion. Okay, that's easy. What do you do after that? Right. And, Eric, I'll, I'll be honest. I'm not that concerned regarding anything with the uh, assets. I think he's drafted fine. I think he's accumulated the assets well. True. And he hasn't spent any so far to remove, like, say, a Bledsoe. Because there was a lot of talk. The Pelicans really wanted to move him before the last trade deadline. But nobody was biting. He was gonna, David Griffin right. was going to have to give up at least one good first-round pick. And he didn't want to do that. So I don't think he's going to sell, or at least we've had, you know, what, based on last year, of him trying to save his job by, you know, making a really bad deal. He hasn't done it. I don't really believe he'll do it. Um, the only concern, of course, is just getting the right chemistry, right? Comprise, coming up with the right 15 names for the locker room, getting a coach that's on the same page. Because if you can't get the players to do simple things like Brandon Ingram play defense or care enough to um, get others just to care to play, like Eric Bledsoe, yep. give you 30 minutes of good focus, then I, I don't know what we're doing here. But that, that's the main issues that I got. And after going Serious uh, facelift, change the face of this roster. Um, you know Zion's going to be here. You've got to thank Brandon, mm-hmm. too. But the rest of the guys outside of maybe, like, say, Jackson Hayes and Nikhil should be all up for grabs. They really need to improve a lot of spots there. 
He whiffed on, on, on Gentry because he gave him an extension, a year extension, when maybe he shouldn't have. He whiffs on Van Gundy after one year. Wouldn't make gives you the, the uh, confidence that he'll get it right this time around with either Willie Green or Charles Lee or maybe, again, a coach that has not been named yet. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to find a good answer here that's going to be supportive of the franchise because I don't think there is one. Um, you're right, Alvin Gentry was given – an extra year on his deal, kind of a vote of conference, like I said before, uh, going to the bubble. And then, of course, everything changed, flipped on his head. Same thing with Stan Van Gundy. I, I don't think uh, – if, if I'm Gail Benson, I don't appreciate four-year contract being handed out to somebody. And then, of course, you're letting the guy go after nine months in. Um, so from that standpoint, no. I don't think you can have a lot of confidence. But my understanding is you now really do have to have an idea of who you need to bring in. I know that they wanted to bring in Ty Lue. I mean, that was their first choice a year ago. Stan wasn't. And they really wanted to add a Charles Lee or some young guy to the assistant coaching staff. And had they done that, maybe this transition would have been better. Maybe there wouldn't have been so many issues, right, that happened this year. Mm-hmm. But I feel like they know what they kind of need to add. So from that standpoint, if Trajan, Trajan has a voice, Swin has a voice, and if ownership gets to vote off, uh, sign off, then I'm not too worried about this just being on Griffin's shoulders. Therefore, it's going to be all on him making this mm-hmm. decision. Ali, um, when do you anticipate the, a coach being named? At the end of the finals? Yeah, I think we have to, right, Eric? I mean, if, honestly, if I'm the Pelicans, I'm not that decided yet between Lee right. and uh, Willie Green. Why not watch them in action? I think this is the perfect mm-hmm. opportunity to watch two coaches that are your top two candidates on opposing yep. sidelines and see how they interact with their players. Right, I see how much advice they're giving out. Is does, mm-hmm. can can say Willie Green grab the ears of Chris Paul as much as Cameron Payne or somebody down towards the end of the roster? And same thing with Charles Lee. And mm-hmm. you know, just go from there. Talk to some people during, before, and after games. Find out what you know these guys were really saying on the bench. And I think that'll give you a lot of insight to how you know whether helpful or not these two uh, candidates would be for this Pelicans roster. So. I would take advantage of this opportunity and definitely wait till uh, the finals is over. Always a pleasure, Ali. Love having you on the program. Tell the folks about the bird rights and uh, how folks can follow you on social media. Absolutely. Thanks again, Eric. You can catch all of our work over at SB Nation. It's all one word, www.thebirdrights.com. And follow us along, same name, both on Facebook and on Twitter, where you can follow me personally at my full name, Ali Cosell. Thank you, my friend. We'll check in with you next week. I like to sell the bird rights. Hey, don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt. Sign a service agreement with Burkhardt. I'll give you the peace of mind of knowing that Burkhardt is monitoring the life and efficiency of your air conditioning heating system. Here's some of the benefits. They'll contact you and schedule your fall and winter or spring or summer inspections on your AC and heating systems. Uh, you get priority scheduling. If for some reason you need emergency service, you move to the front of the line for service. You get 10% discount on that demand emergency service. And because Burkhardt is monitoring the life and efficiency of your uh, equipment, it'll prolong that equipment life and then they'll, they'll work safely for you. And also, so you reduce your energy bills. It's a win-win-win when it comes to a service agreement with Burkhart. Want to find out more? Go to acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And find out more about a service agreement from Burkhart's. That's acpromise.com. 
Hey, Eric, welcome to the newly renovated TikTok. Come on in. Quick, close the door, Mike. You're letting the flies out. All right, don't start that again. Hey, look, we've been back operating almost two months now. Yeah, and your sign should say, sorry, we're back open. Stop. Come on. So what do you think about the new paint job and the repaved parking lot? I think you can put lipstick on a pig, but it's still a... All right, enough is enough. The TikTok Cafe, open 24-7 at the intersection of Causeway and I-10 in Metairie. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Hi, folks. Trust is what Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhart to be there quick, get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhart to treat you with respect, to help you save with a fair price, do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhart always says, trust is the foundation of our business, just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhart. Visit acpromise.com, that's acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. Katie's is open during the coronavirus shutdown. Katie's is offering our full menu as well as wine and beer by way of curbside service or delivery NOLA. Our wait staff will deliver to your door anywhere. Check out our world-famous menu at katiesinmidcity.com and then call now at 504-488-6582 and place your order. Curbside service is at Katie's at 3701 Iberville. Gift cards are available. Keep our staff employed. Order now at 488-6582. That's Katie's 488-6582. Southern Tire, family-owned and operated since 1972. Southern Tire is your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. We offer a large selection of tires that will fit your budget no matter what you drive. In the market for a new set of wheels, at Southern Tire, we are your wheel experts. Choose from our large selection of wheels and tires up to 30 inches. Financing available. Hickory and Airline in Mentory, open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com to check out all the services we provide to our customers. If you thought Diamonds Direct's values were impressive, wait till you see what we're doing next. It's a spectacular summer store-wide sale, July 14th through the 18th, with an extra 20% savings on virtually all diamond and fashion designer jewelry, from rings and earrings to bands and bracelets and so much more. We're breaking our own rules to bring you extreme value for five hot summer days. Get ready. 20% extra savings on a multi-million dollar selection of fine jewelry, July 14th through 18th at Diamonds Direct on Severn Avenue across from Lakeside Mall. Hi, this is Jack Rizzuto inviting you to our all-new delicious pizzeria in Gretna on the West Bank. At Rizzuto's Pizzeria, you'll enjoy incredible Neapolitan-style pizza and delicious family recipes that have been in our family for years, like our delicious meatballs. Our restaurant offers both dine-in and take-out and features a family-friendly atmosphere. Plus, you'll love our specials, like our wine Wednesday and steaks on Thursday. For the best pizza on the West Bank, it's Rizzuto's Pizzeria, 2020 Bell Chase Highway in Gretna. You don't want to mess with the IRS. They have the power to garnish your paycheck, levy your bank accounts, and even take your home or business. That's all true. But thankfully, they're offering a way out, the Fresh Start Initiative. If you qualify, you could save thousands. The experts at Optima Tax Relief will fight to get you the best deal possible. And they have an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau to prove it. Call Optima for your free consultation. Call 800-845-8122. 800-845-8122. Optima Tax Relief. For details, visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. 
All right, folks, that's it for me. Thanks so much for tuning in. Certainly appreciate you checking out the program. If you missed any of today's program, you can go to the uh, uh, to go to our podcasts on the Anchor Podcasting app, but all on all podcasting apps. Anchor will give you a chance to be able to go back and listen to previous shows. Uh, our podcast should be up about 20, uh, 20, 20, 25 minutes after today's program ends. Also, I want to thank our guest, Ben Gilbo of USA Today Network, Ali Cassell of The Bird Rights, our fantastic sponsor to sponsor our program. You go to ericasher.com for a slideshow to sponsor to sponsor our program. Thanks to those sponsors for sponsoring our program. Also, thank you for sponsoring. Uh, thank you for supporting those sponsors. Just click on the icon. It'll take you right to their website, tell you everything you need to know about each and every one of those sponsors. We appreciate them and you listening to this program. Also, um, don't forget on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports this week, Les East, award-winning journalist from uh, CrestedSports.com and Saturday Down South will join us on the show. Uh, and I want to thank Rudy back at studio for, for producing, as always. And I uh, always want to let you guys know how much I appreciate you guys checking out the program. Please spread the word. Let the folks know about, uh, us, uh, about the show now being on uh, 106.1 FM weekdays 4 to 6. Have a wonderful evening, New Orleans. Coming up next is my good friend Jude Young, CrestedSports.com and All Access. Until tomorrow, straight up 4 o'clock, my name is Eric Asher. Have a wonderful evening. From the dog catch to the governor, they all got to go. <laughs>